All right, good evening. Hello. Fakeologist here. Fakeologist.com. Fakeotube.com. It is Tuesday, March the 7th, 2023. Dave J is in the house. Hello, Dave J. Anyone else in the Fakeotube chat, please sound off because we are adjusting that software. And the developer wrecked it, and I asked him to fix it. So I really want to know. I It looks like Greg Chance is in the house as well. So, Greg, if you want to just drop a note, say hi. And anyone else that's in the chat, just say hi. I'd appreciate it. We're broadcasting live. Okay, Greg is here. Thank you, Greg. Now, it doesn't show anyone else in the FacoTube chat, so I just want to make sure that is accurate. And the FacoTube says there are two people watching FacoTube, so I guess it's Dave, Jay, and Greg. So that seems to be working correctly. And we're broadcasting also on YouTube and uh, Facebook, DLive, Twitter. I don't think anyone's ever watched on Twitter, which is fine with me, but I do broadcast there just to see who shows up. And the reason I'm broadcasting to YouTube is to fish people in that don't know about FacoTube. So, Kevin Ali, hello. Kevin Ali, please go to FacoTube and sign up over there, please. That is our user-supported, user-friendly video platform. And if we're ever deleted by the censors at YouTube, you can come over there. That is the whole point of it, and so far it's worked out really well. Although I think that most of the YouTube sensors, the human being sensors, are not there anymore. I don't think that they're being as aggressive, or maybe the whole COVID operation has moved on a bit, and anything to do with the quack scenes is not being censored in the same way. I don't know. But I'm not going to switch. FacoTube is still where it's at. So FacoTube is where we shall remain. And Epic Souls is in the FacoTube house, it looks like. So hello. How you guys been this week? I thought I'd show up today. Yesterday I was late at work, so I couldn't show up. And um, instead I just watched... Uh, what did I watch? I watched The Rockford Files. I have, I've watched it a few times and sometimes I just like to go back to the seventies and to a simpler time. And, uh, even though it's not the best written show, I still like it probably for nostalgia purposes. So if anyone here is old enough to care about the Rockford files, there you go. If you guys want to call in tonight, you can, you can talk. It's open phones tonight. So whatever you want to talk about, we can go there. And I've got Skype open as well. If you want to ping me on Discord, I can take a Discord call. We have phone numbers, of course, for all you guys that have never called in before. You're certainly welcome to look on the right side of fakeologist.com forward slash blog. The phone numbers are there. 810 And don't forget, we have many sub-blogs that mostly get ignored. And that is, I've got moreab.fakeologist.com. This is where I talk about my non 
fakeologist stuff. I like talking about other things that are not really about fakeology. And here's the viral video of a guy's support on YouTube called um, These Stupid Trucks Are Literally Killing Us. It's just an explanation about why pickup trucks and SUVs are so predominant now. It's not really because people necessarily want them. It's just because the government doesn't really regulate pickup trucks or trucks in general in the same way they do cars. So the automakers just avoid dealing with the regulations, including fuel economy, by making trucks. And it doesn't hurt that they also have tariffs on foreign trucks. So in other words, they protect the United States market, North America market. But it just is a really good explanation about what's going on and how big trucks and SUVs are really, they don't fit the urban model. Personally, I'm a minivan driver. Pacifica Hybrid, to be specific, plug-in, which I think is one of the smartest vehicles you can buy, which is why I own one or two. The reason I promote not just bikes is Jason is such a sarcastic and a guy who might make such a sarcastic kind of uh, obnoxious video creator. And obviously people like him because he's got over 3,000 Patreons. 3,000 people are giving him at least a buck a month and he's got some high rollers behind him, so... He just makes really good videos, and he's from Canada, but he moved to the Netherlands. I might try and get him on the show, not necessarily as a fakeologist interview, but just as a, an interview in general about urbanism. I only care about it because I live in a, the biggest urban center in Canada, Toronto, Ontario, Canada. And he didn't like where he lived in London. He calls it fake London, Ontario. So he moved to the Netherlands. And he just writes really good stuff. and I. Pretty sure he supports the 15-minute city, which is all the conspiracy rage. Now, there's positives, and then there's the dark side of 15-minute containment zones. But for the most part, the I would say the people today, the young people, they don't really care about the inherent limitations of living in a 15-minute city. They don't look at it as a, as a prison the way somebody who might have grown up in suburbia with cars and big wide roads would, would look at it. But uh, if the New World Order really wants to sell 15-minute cities, they should really hire this guy to explain urbanism. Because even though he is a software guy, I think, he explains urbanism... And how to design a city better than just about anyone I ever encountered. And obviously I'm not the only one who thinks that because he has a million subscribers. And he just goes in. He's got a ton of videos. He's been doing this for a while. And he actually is not against cars. He actually is a car enthusiast. But he thinks most people... He thinks most people don't even like driving. And I think that's true about the... The millennials, they don't like driving. They avoid it. And he thinks most people shouldn't be driving. 
because they can't. They're no good at it. And I agree with him too on that. So if you think, if you have a prejudice against what he's talking about, just watch some of his videos and you'll see what I'm talking about. So that is not just bikes on YouTube. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. That'll be show note number one. Let me just uh, log in here. I got logged out by the brilliant WordPress. So let me log back in and make that show note. And let's get this going. My Skype name is Fakeologist, by the way. If you want to hit me up on Fakeologist. And let's just, uh, I don't know how I got, I don't know how you get logged out in the middle of a bloody show. So stupid. Computers are a pain. And I think somebody made a noise at me on Skypey. Yeah, well, the show's on now. You want to, Mysterious Awareness was, Serious Awareness was on our audio chat on the weekend. He's an interesting person from Little Canada, Minnesota Nuts. And he was talking about some stuff that I didn't quite understand, but he was going on it pretty good with Dave J. And if you want to listen to that show, go to fakeologist.com forward slash podcasts and have a listen to that. So you go to fakeologist.com and then... Click on podcasts or just type it in, fakeologist.com forward slash podcast. And you will see the audio chat. We have two podcasts, the Fakeologist Show, which you're listening to now in the audio chats. And I believe he is on FAC 1230. 1230. And he's messaging me now on Skypey. And I may or may not have time to have him on. I think he's not quite sure how the show works. I might just call him just to explain how the show works. Dave J is a fan of the Rockford Files. That's cool. And we'll go back to the YouTube chat. And nobody is there except one guy is watching on YouTube, Kevin Ali. Make sure to share out the show. Obviously, we're not recommended by anybody, so make sure you share it out. And the other sub-blog I have, I use as a Twitter-type feed is shorts.fakeologist.com, where if I don't really feel like typing in a a full post, I just put basically a link, and you can look at shorts.fakeologist.com. And one of the reasons I put it on here is it also automatically flips out to Twitter. And let me just log in here. Log into my, oh, I have to solve a math equation. 9 plus 5 is 14. I'm getting tripped up by my own, by my own website won't let me log in. Computers have so far to go. Okay, I'm logged in. So there you go. So I've got some links to Be Told with Rick. Be Told is on the Fakeologist Radio Network, and he also is on the Hoax Syndicate. 
And I put a link to that show where he talks less about fakeology. And you can go on there and take a look at that. I put a link to a John Friend episode where he was on the Paranormies. And I think I have the great Greg. Uh, Hold time. Eight seconds. Greg, how you doing, buddy? Hi, Tim. How are you? I'm just getting over a slight detox. Oh, yeah? Not from alcohol, just yeah. uh, runny nose and whatnot. So I'm not in the best of shape, but uh, I'm pumping myself with vitamins. How are you? Yeah, I'm pretty well. Um I've kind of been I've been monitoring the the weather for like the past past few weeks. I was hoping that there would be a enough snow that the uh, the snowmobile trails around here would open, but uh, they haven't. They haven't opened yet. They probably won't because I don't think there's going to be a, enough snow before the warm weather comes. You've had, you're up in uh, the Kitchener area. Uh, I'm I'm around Stratford, uh, Perth County. There's not enough snow up there for snowmobile. That's right. Yeah, I look at the map, and the the closest place where there's trails open is like, um, let's see here. There's one near Drayton that was open like for a day. Yeah, closest is like, let's see. I don't even know these places. Well, we had about a foot of snow in where we live in in Ontario. It was mostly wet snow, but it's still it's still on the ground because it's really the temperatures around freezing. So it's, yeah. it's all over here, but obviously that's not enough to snowmobile on because I guess before that it must have melted. Okay, they're open. They're open around Orangeville. All right, that's the closest. <laughs> but um, yeah, um, I don't think yeah, I don't think there's going to be a, any more snow. I got to go once once this winter uh, snowmobiling. I went about a hundred kilometers, a hundred miles with my dad. <clears throat> nice. Let's say also hi to Skate and Destroy. He's in the FacoTube chat. And it looks like the software has been fixed. So all the people that are supposed to be there are there, which is cool. So I guess he fixed the thing he broke. <laughs> That's a funny thing as these software guys fix something and they break something. Yeah, that's how it works, right? For yeah. every, uh, not, on, not on purpose, every... but... I'm always afraid to update websites and and software because it always breaks something when everything is running tickety-boo. I just reinstated the Discord because Discord itself was crashing the whole server because Discord is constantly updating itself. And for, for whatever reason, the computer that I run my audio server is on it couldn't handle the automatic all the time updates. So I've, I think I've figured out how to turn off the updates, but I'm not sure. I'll have to wait and see how time goes by. Because like I said, every time Discord updated daily, it would, it, it froze my system and the system just shut down. So let's see if I've been successful. This is the kind of thing I do on my days off when I'm not talking on the fakeologist audio chat or the audio show. Trying to keep this beast working. Now, I am going to play a video off of FacoTube. 
And if you don't know where FacoTube is, just type FacoTube.com. That's FakeOtube.com. It was going to be called FakeTube, by the way. But we did some marketing with Mr. Let's see, does FakeTube exist? Probably does. Probably taken already. But we decided to put an O. Okay, FakeTube is for sale now. So someone did grab it. And this is interesting. Here it says here, did you mean FakeOtube.com? Attackers sometimes mimic sites by making hard-to-see changes to the web address. Uh-huh, that's pretty cool. Who, who's doing this? Is this Brave? So the Brave browser, which I use, is um, wondering if I typed it in wrong. That's pretty cool. So let's see how much fake tube costs if we want to buy it off these uh, ransom. Oh, 12500 <laughs> Okay. It's a reasonable price. That's not bad. But we decided, Uncle Vigilante, Uncle Odd, decided, we decided to add an O. So we made it fakeotube.com, and then we put this five-leaf or four-leaf clover. No, I'm sorry. It's a five-leaf clover. Now, that definitely doesn't exist, does it? It might. Uh, well, not in nature. Okay, so if you go to fakeotube.com, that's our site. Bookmark it. Sign up for it. We're going to play this latest one by Texas Lindsay where she puts the vaccine and the um, COVID stats together to show excess mortality. And this week she chose the Philippines. So let us start the video. I love the way she does this. If you're listening on the podcast, we're just watching graphs go up and down between excess mortality and vaccine doses. And the bottom line is the excess mortality shoots up just after the doses are administered. You know, the things that are supposed to save you from COVID, the common cold. So right after in March 2021 in the Philippines, after the vaccine start, guess what shoots up to the moon? Excess mortality. So we're just going to freeze frame this. Ah, rats. We're going to freeze frame this. So there you go. So in March 2021, the vaccine start and then excess mortality. Excess goes through the roof. So I like that. And that is Texas Lindsay. What do you think of that, Greg? Yeah, it's uh, quite uh, illustrative. Very illustrative. And I thank Texas Lindsay for that. Let me see. I can make the screen even bigger. Okay. Let's just check out the... Uh, is anyone listening? I... Because my uh, audio servers changed last week as well. Everything changes at the same time. 
And I want to make sure that everyone, if you do have it bookmarked from the past, you're going to have to update your bookmarks, I believe. So the best way is just to stick to fake11.com forward slash stream one if you want the audio version of the site. And it looks like we have Kensington, the United Kingdom, Englewood, Colorado, somewhere else in the United States, and Burnsville, Minnesota. I think that is Mysterious Awareness who's checking in from Minnesota Nuts. So thank you for that. Thank everyone for listening on the audio. And don't forget, we do have a podcast listing, Podcast 2.0. If you look up Fakeologist on any platform, Spotify, your favorite podcast app, just about anywhere and everywhere, you will find us. So you can listen to us. And we have a 24-7, two, tra- two 24-7 radio stations that are also hooked up to those audio streams. So you can always have Fakeologist on in the background. Did you know that, Greg? Um, the audio streams. Yeah, I, I, I tried to listen to one, I think, last weekend, but it was a, it was a repeat. I guess no one was there. Okay. Well, the audio chat plays music when no one is there, and the other one plays repeats. Yeah, I was listening to a repeat. All right. Is it almost as good as a live stream? (laughs) Yeah. Okay, good. You don't sound convinced. I I didn't listen for very long. I'm... I listened until I realized it was a, a repeat. All right. Are you familiar with Jake the Asshole? I watched the video that you uploaded on FacoTube, so I'm familiar with that video. Oh, the one I just uploaded? Yeah, the one about uh, North Korea. Oh, right. That one was from a week ago. Let's play the latest one that he put up here. Houston, this is Station. We are ready for the event. JSC PAO, this is Mission Control Houston. Please call station for a voice check. Station, this is Dan Hewitt with JSC PAO. How do you hear me? Dan, this is station. We have you loud and clear. All right. Thank you so much, Nicole, Josh, Koichi, Anna, for taking a couple of minutes to talk to everybody. Got a lot of folks down on the ground ready to ask questions, so we're going to jump right in. Yeah, I've got a question. How in the hell does anyone think that this is real? So the first thing everyone is going to notice is this lady's hair. But we're not going to focus on her hair right now. We're instead going to focus on her hands. You see, these hands, they're doing some weird stuff. That's one heck of a glitch, and you don't see the rest. Yeah, it looks like there's some kind of masking on the hands. If you look here, there's two different colors. There's this really washed out, almost beige color, and then there's this almost transparent part of the hand around the outside. It's very bizarre. So really all we're analyzing is just green screen technology or blue screen technology and how uh, there there are problems with it when you zoom in. 
because I don't, does anyone here believe that anyone has ever gone to space ever, including the ISS? I think the answer here is, is it's gotta be no, right, Greg? Yeah, probably. I'm fakeologist. I would, I would hope so. Mm-hmm. Of the body glitching or any of the area. The question around- is, why is Jake the asshole? Why does he have 57,000 viewer subscribers on YouTube? And why is this, why is his site still up? I think that's a good question too, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Why does YouTube allow it? It's just the hands. What I notice about this crew is that they all have the exact same pasty white hands. Funny how all their hands are the exact same tone. It was a rough day for NASA's graphics department trying to make the hand movements look realistic in this video. However, one thing they did manage to do was... I wonder if that has anything to do with blue screen technology since they're wearing blue. Maybe that's part of the problem with the um, with the really bad generation of the hands. Fit the triple six hand sign in not just once but multiple times. What do you say, uh, Greg? That the problem is because they're wearing blue jumpsuits. Well, because if it's blue screen and they're using blue blue jumpsuits, I'm wondering if there's issues with the graphic rendering. Um, I think if they're using blue screen, we we wouldn't see the suits, right? We just see like. Yeah, hands but, their heads. yeah, maybe, but I'm just curious. Um, maybe there's a, maybe they figured out how to, to wear blue with a blue screen as well. I'm not sure. Maybe that's why the, the hands aren't working out so well. It could be green screen. Well, it's, it's green or blue for sure. Now, if you thought those glitching hands looked bad, Wait until you see the glitching faces. There is something about these these faces as well. So this lady's face glitches, and it makes it appear that one of her teeth is missing, like she's giving a black tooth grin to the camera. Now, what are the odds that a totally random glitch can make a person appear that they're missing a tooth? In my opinion, this doesn't happen by accident. This happens on purpose. They are purposely making funny faces at you. She sort of looks like Alfred Newman from Mad Magazine. Yeah, a little bit. But it almost seems that it's some kind of graphical overlay as well. I still think NASA tests the latest technology out as well. So they may not even be in the picture somehow. Maybe they're, they've created digital doubles of, of these people and inserted them. Yeah. So the Japanese guy's face glitches. And when it does, it makes it appear that he's sticking his tongue out at the camera. And again, I think NASA is doing this on purpose, specifically to mock us. 
I do too. All right, now we can move on to this lady's hair. And what's funny is they ask her how she cares for her hair while she's on the International Space Station, and just as they ask her the question, her hair glitches. How was the experience of managing your hair? Thank you. That's funny. They don't ask the the fake caller enters to this、um, so-called interactive space space press conference. They're all, they're they're definitely all probably BS caller inners, and they always talk about something completely irrelevant, but attracts the attention of people, especially NASA critics and fakery critics, and that is the hair. Everyone's obsessed with the hair. Now, of course,、yes. nobody that's serious in any serious environment, especially where problems could, if they really were in space. Could really compound quickly. Nobody would let their hair go all over the place when there's other wires all over the place, which also is ridiculous. But he'll get to that. Uh, how I、um, uh, do? <laughs> I thought we were fighting with Russia. I, even in Toronto, we've got one of their planes held hostage at the airport. Why are we cooperating with Russians in space? Does that make any sense? Yeah, no, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Doesn't. <laughs> With my hair, everybody's laughing constantly. <laughs> take it, take it close to you. My head don't visible. <laughs> uh, first, I um watched them、uh, about two and a half hours. Now I improved my skills. And <laughs> it is already, already. Why can't we see them wash their hair? Wouldn't anyone love to see that? How do you wash your hair in space? I'd love to watch that. Why haven't they even got that simulation for us? That would be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, it would. I'd love to see、oh, how、uh, water reacts in space. We know that it usually floats little, in little balls that they just poke around. That's that's、yes. they've simulated that before. Let's watch. I would love to see them wash their hair. Only one hour, and the, the most uh, uh, secret is uh, uh, to have three time times of、uh, rice reason rinse rinse after shampoo. It's the most secret. So now we're focusing on someone struggling with English. It's Russian, and their ridiculous hair story. Let's let's all laugh that. Let's not talk about anything serious, including. The alleged thousands of experiments they're supposed to be doing. Let's let's watch them do one experiment ever. Have we ever seen that? Just, it's just ridiculous, honestly. People buy it. Like, how can they be running this 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 skit all these years later? All right, thank you, Anna. <laughs> So funny, Anna. You should be a stand-up comedian. Your jokes are hilarious. All right, let's get serious for a moment. Who in their right minds is going to let their long, flowing hair intertwine and intertangle with the wiring and instruments within the International Space Station? I mean, look—it's like she's purposely trying. To get all her hair all up in the instruments and get it all tangled and shit. Like, what are you doing? 
Are you an insane person? I mean, if this was for real, she would have a, a hair scrunchie on, right? She'd wear a hairnet or something. Like, who would do this? Now, I've said it before, and I'm going to say it again. The wiring on the International Space Station just hanging and dangling everywhere, that's an absolute joke. That's how you know it's totally fake and that the space station isn't real because no electrician in their right minds would ever leave all the wires and instruments dangling and hanging about like that, especially when you're going to have astronauts floating in zero gravity back and forth uh, with their feet possibly getting tangled in the wires and pulling wires out of the walls and stuff. Are you out of your mind? But at any rate, I digress. All right, Nicole, Josh, Koichi, Anna, thank you so much for spending a little bit of time with us. Enjoyed that last week on station, and we can't wait to see you back here on planet Earth. That'll do it for us. Thanks. Station, this is Houston ACR. Thank you. That concludes our event. <laughs> I love how the wires... Pull them back out of the area. That's funny. Oh, man. This, it never gets old, but it never gets any better. That's the sad part about it. What do you say, Greg? Um, it never gets any better. Like, yeah. always, they're just standing in a, in it's a row a, and yeah. in their harnesses. Yeah, they got, yeah, they need to find some new, um, new things to do up there, I guess, before they lose people's interest. All maybe, right. Maybe they'll have the station crash to Earth or something. All right. It looks like Kate Emma is in the house. Hello, Kate Emma. Uh, it looks like the guy has fixed up the software and it shows me who's on the website right now and what they're looking at. So Epic Souls is here. Skate and Destroy is in the chat. Kate Emma is in the chat. Uh, Blake70 is watching a couple videos. He's not in the live. And an unknown user is uh, looking at the different parts of the website, I think. That's pretty cool. Looks like the guy's actually made some improvements to FacoTube. So thank you, Mr. FacoTube Software. You did a good, a very good job. Thank you very much. Okay. That was Jake the Asshole. If you want to see the rest of Jake's videos, here you go. Click on the source. Click here, and you'll go to YouTube and look at his uh, website on YouTube. He is doing some good work. Never really heard of him before the last couple weeks, but pretty good. Have you heard of him before uh, in the past few years? Have you heard of him, Greg? Not until you brought him up recently. Yeah. Should we get Greg? Uh, should we get Mysterious Awareness on the call? I, he is yeah, uh, sure. messaging me on Skype. I'll bring him in just for a laugh, just for something different before we close off. Since you said okay, he answers. He answers. Did you see this Pfizer press conference? Um, I, I don't think I watched the whole thing. 
Okay, he's not answering. Here you go. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, as you know, uh, there have been some recent reports suggesting that our vaccine is not safe. Uh, this, of course, is ridiculous. If you look at the science, uh, you will see that uh, there are no side effects. In fact, I myself have been boosted four times. Boosted four times. This notion that vaccines can have any kind of side effect is a right-wing conspiracy bolstered by MAGA Republicans, hate groups, and probably Russia. Look, would we vaccinate 7 billion people if there were side effects? Side effects? Of course not. It's dangerous and, quite frankly, irresponsible to blame the recent uptick of people suddenly collapsing on our product. Healthy people have always suddenly fallen to the ground from heart problems. This is totally normal. Nothing is. Wrong. Nothing is wrong. Sorry, we ran out of the uh, spokespeople. Why are you not collapsing? Did you get the vaccine? Uh, no, no. I Don't be silly. I don't want to collapse. I'm not a fool. I want to live. I want to live. That's kind of funny. Hey, friends. You might be wondering how I got here. Well, I tried using an instrument in the Church of Christ. So now I have to use this harmonica as a pitch pipe in prison. It's whole terrible concert. Anyway, try liking and subscribing to Babylon B, and then maybe I'll buy my way out of here, like I'll buy my way to heaven. All right, there you go, Babylon B. That's not bad. What do you think, Greg? Yeah, pretty funny. I, I didn't get it when I first watched it. I guess I wasn't paying attention. I didn't understand why they were falling over, but now I get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, what else we got tonight? Tunax, hello. Tunax, thanks for all the uh, Twitter links. Tunax is a mad Twitter follower, and he does send me a ton of stuff on Twitter that I try occasionally I put up on the uh, Faco Tube. If I go to my Twitter here using TweetDeck, what else we got here on Twitter? So he sends me links. Uh, via notification, which is pretty cool. Um, I listened to Tim Osmond on Johnny Cerucci. Have you ever heard of uh, Johnny Cerucci? Um, I had it before I, I, that stream. I listened to that stream as well. What did you think of that? Um, I thought it was interesting. Uh, I was hearing uh, Tim talk to some people who maybe um, don't don't have the same sort of worldview as he does. Like they were born-again Christians, and uh, I guess he's not. 
Okay, right. So he was on Resistance Rising with Johnny Cerucci. And I sent an email and a tweet to Johnny Cerucci tonight for him to come on with John Friend onto my broadcast. I've had both of them independently on, but I thought it would be good to get them. you got a panty on your head. I thought it'd be good to get them both on. Hold on, what is playing? Oh, this is his. Okay, I got it. This is his video plan. I thought this was the video, but this is just a screenshot. So here is he Johnny. Was very precise. Um, for David here. Filmed his process of sending himself to space. And prior to the final launch, lie exactly. And a lie is how people manipulate reality by playing on people's minds. And See, this is why I don't do video. Is this interesting to watch three guys, three old middle-aged guys staring at their computer screen? <laughs> Not really. You know, seriously, it's stupid. So I don't do video for that very reason. This way I don't have to pay attention to what I look like or what I'm looking at. I just display screens, which I think are far more useful. So this is my link, and I always link to it always links to my podcast attic, which has their own website, including commercials I see on the sides here. But this was so I invited Johnny Cerucci who says all leads ro lead to Rome. And I also invited John Friend of The Realist Report, who says all roads lead to, lead to Jerusalem. So they're both adamantly convinced that it's either Je the Jezzies or the Jews. What do, you think? what do you think about that? That it's one or the other? Or well, what do you think about... The idea that they're just sure it's it's one or the other and nobody else. No, I don't think that's correct. So this is John Friend's website, therealistreport.com. And uh, so we're going to have him on as well. Let's see if they both come on. Yeah, he's really interesting. John is a really good speaker. Yes, yes, he is. And he's on a tear. He's on. He's all over the place now. He's on shows almost every other day doing the tour. And I think it's a good strategy if you want to get more people to your website. So I want to see if we can get um, those two together. I don't think they've ever been on the same show together. Let's just do, why don't we do a pre-search on that and see. Let's see. Johnny Rucci and John Friend. Who do they have? Did I spell Cerucci right? Let's see. Johnny Cerucci. Of course, I don't see it spelled here. Well, his show is The Resistance Rising. Rucci. Okay. Whenever I listen to people uh, talking about Jews, I always um, think of what uh, Otto Weininger uh, says about Jewishness: is that it's uh, it's a um, it's 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 a, a a certain cast of the mind, I guess. It's uh, it's certain qualities that a person can have. 
and it doesn't necessarily mean someone who is uh, uh, what we would call a Jew. Mm-hmm. All right, Mysterious Awareness is calling into the show. Hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, uh, yeah, we're just on a show now. We're talking with uh, Greg as well. Hello. Hello. I've been trying to trying to figure out. <laughs> yeah, Mysterious, your audio really sucks. Can you get close to your mic? Because it's just really bad audio. Okay, how's this? Is that better? No. You got a hissing on your line. I know. Just call. Why do you call? Yeah, it's just not. It's just not good. Oh, okay. Sorry. It's just too much uh, background noise. I don't know where it's coming from. Cause I. Well, you got to either wear a headset or speak into a proper mic. That's the problem. Yeah, it was working before. I don't know why. I have an issue with the panel. Do you have a headset or a proper mic? No, I don't. So. I know. Well, I'm gonna. I'll. I'll. I'll have to talk back at you later because I try and do good audio, and this is really hissy. So. Okay, I'm sorry. Nah, no problem. So we can't. We can't do that. We can't have bad audio. I don't mind it on the audio chat, but not on the, not on the main show. Yeah, I could barely understand what he was saying. Yeah. It was muffled. Unfortunately, you got you have to have a microphone or a headset, or a phone, or talk directly into a phone to be on the uh, fakeologist show. You think people are using their um, laptop microphones? Well, yeah, that's that's that to me is a speakerphone. That doesn't work either. Yeah. Well, Dave right. J says he fixed it last time. No, I don't have time for him to fix it here. So he's going to have to fix it. Um, Skate and Destroy thinks that would be a good show. Yeah, I think it would be a good show. Mm -hmm. I don't really know much about the Jesuits. Well, Johnny Cerucci does, and I've listened to him before. He has been on the show. Yeah, that surprises me. I I had no idea. As a matter of fact, why don't we check that out? Let's see if we can search yeah, for the podcast. Uh, Johnny Cerucci. All right, here we go. Yeah, it still still sounds like you're on the beach, and I can see the toilet paper above your um, cabinet there. It's <laughs> still making a hissing sound. Yeah, it's just bad background audio. You got to you got to call from a phone. Or you're speaking right into the mic. Either way, you have to be right talking into a mic. So we'll uh, talk to you later. You can't have the hissing there. So here we go. FAK 146, Johnny Cerucci. And we talked to him eight years ago. Oh, my God. May 17th, 2015. What do you think of that? Yeah, I'm interested in listening to it. I'll put a link to that. That's FAK146. I'll put that. This is FAK146, and then the link is FAK145. So I don't know. Either way, just click on here, and it'll play. That's how our show used to start off. Everybody.
We'll just zoom in here. Catholic-run orphanage for boys in Omaha. Um, but the uh, the new Vatican bankers. After- All right, so that's him there. So put a show note here. That'll be show note number two for tonight. You can check that out. We'll see. Let's see if we can organize that. That would be interesting. I've never heard a um, it's the Jews versus it's the Jezzies on the same show. Let's give that a let's give that a whirl, huh? What do you think? Yeah, I'm I'm hoping that it happens. <laughs> All right. Well, make sure you um, tweet out to them. Are you on Twitter? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, for those of you tuning in tonight that were looking for Uncle Vigilante, he's on tomorrow. We moved him to tomorrow for whatever reason. If you look at fakeologist.com forward slash live, you can see my calendar. And the only really constant thing in the calendar is the Thursday show with Frank. Frank is committed to showing up at 8 p.m. every Thursday. So he is committed for tomorrow or for Thursday and Uncle V is for tomorrow. So if you ever want to know what's actually scheduled, if I I'm usually supposed to be here Sunday the Thursday, I don't actually put an entry for that in anymore. So you just have to know to show up here and it seems like most people do show up and it's the same old gang which we're grateful for, Epic Souls, Greg, you, Kate Emma, Skate Destroy and Mr. Dave there. So we do try and show up every week or every weekday for the most part. So thank you guys for joining. We've been going about an hour. Is there anything else, uh, Greg, that you wanted to touch on? Why, why don't I read here um, what Otto Weininger means when he's talking about Judaism? All right. Who's he? He's this um, Austrian philosopher. Um Lived from 1880 to 1903. Okay, go ahead. So not very long. He said, This example will have made sufficiently clear what, according to my judgment, is to be understood by Judaism. No nation and no race, no confession and no scripture. When I further speak of the Jew, so do I never mean the individual and never a collective, but rather the human being in general, insofar he has a share in the platonic idea of Jewishness. And only the significance of this idea does it fall to me to examine. That's it. Well, that's deep. What does that mean? Yeah, it is. To you? Well, it means it means that Judaism is a, a tendency of the mind that can be present in anyone. Oh, I see. Okay. That's, that's what he talks about in his book, uh, Sex and Character. Okay. One of the things he talks about. The other, the other thing he mostly talks about is the differences between uh, the, the absolute man and the absolute woman. Very interesting stuff. Have you read the book? Yes, I've, I've read it many times. I'm constantly reading it now. And I have a, an interlinear translation, so it has uh, the German line before the, um, the English line. And I'm reading both because so I'd like to read Books, read books that I'm interested in in their in their original languages. Did you see on um, on Twitter that woman um, 
Rachel Gilmore, how um, she uh, she said that um, she had to post her uh, personal email address, and then she got all this hate mail. Yeah, I don't really care about her. She's just a, a no, just she's just a brainless distraction. I, I I do look at her tweets were in my feed all the time, and I'm not I wasn't even following her, so they were just being injected. Because that's how Twitter works. Yes. Twitter will. Yeah. yeah, They will um, inject. Inject things that you're the people you follow. Like or reply to. I find it extremely annoying. And that's why. I usually. There's a way where you can take the people you want to follow on Twitter and grab their RSS feed. And put it in your own feed reader, which is a really powerful way of using Twitter, but only looking at the crap that you want to look at, not the ads, not the suggestions. Why is that important? It's because Twitter is a distraction device, just like all of them. So you'll they'll give you a couple of the things you asked for, but they'll give you more of what you didn't ask for, like commercials and suggestions, and while that may be a way to find new people to follow, it takes you totally off track from what you wanted to follow. So that, that's really important. And if yeah, you, it is a distraction for sure. I think I'm there. But yeah, you're not even look. You're not even following the people you wanted to follow. That's that's what my point is. So you miss Wait, feeds. Yeah, when I- of who you are trying to follow. Yeah, they they barely show you tweets. Like, yeah, it's it's weird. It's really strange. I'll show you a lot of tweets from maybe one or two or three people you follow, and then none from most of the people you follow, and then also these promoted tweets that that you don't follow from people you don't follow. Right. So you'll miss out on tons of stuff that you were probably interested in looking for. So that's why if you can do it, bring the feed. Now Twitter is smart. They limit your your the number of people's feeds you can follow to 50. So you may as well put your top 50. But that's what I'm trying to do right now. So it's 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 tricky, but it can be done. You can also use TweetDeck, which Twitter bought over and wrecked, but it still works sort of. And you could put all the people you follow in different columns. That that's one thing you could do. Yeah, that's how I have it mine set up now. I uh, didn't know about uh this RSS thing. Yeah, RSS is is old as the internet. It's super powerful. But tweet there are other ways to get around it, but you just have to know what to do. So tweet deck's a pretty good way of following your favorite people as well. Yeah, I have you open in a a column, your account. Oh, you have TweetDeck as well? Yeah. Yeah, it used to be on the phone, but then they got rid of it. It used to work really. Oh, okay, really. I think it was on the phone as an app, but they canceled it when Twitter went crazy a few years ago. What happened there? 
They just, uh, well, the thing is, it was more of an open API where people could develop apps for it. And then they just, some of the apps were way better than the Twitter app. And they got mad and took all their toys home. And everyone had to shut down because more people were using other apps than Twitter, the Twitter app. Yeah, I was using one called Flamingo, but it, 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 since a few months ago, it won't work at all. So I had to I switched to the uh, the official app, but I'd like to find something else if it, if it'll work. Skate and Destroy says, I think Johnny is right about the Jews being a front for the real power brokers in the Vatican. Yeah, me too. Mr. Dave J. says, those in the synagogue that belong to Satan say they are Jews, but they are not true Jews. They are liars. Yeah, I think so. I tell you, it's a real confusing mess they've created to screw and mess with people. Why did I post this joint? Oh, right. Sorry, go ahead. I really enjoyed... um looking at the Catherine Watts research recently, that's uh, really been um, a real, um, like like she's she's sort of gone up a level, you know, to show what's sort of at the top, what's happening with uh, uh, in the U.S. and I guess in the world, uh, the, mili- the military turning the whole world into a kill box. Uh, and every, everybody's a presumptive... Uh, terrorist an enemy combatant yeah 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 so <laughs> that that's that like that's like an up like an up a level from you know what i thought before like i just thought maybe it was pfizer but it's actually the governments and uh the government basically the took over pfizer it's a front and Catherine yeah, Watt is bailiwicknews.substack.com. That'll be show note number three. And her latest post is Bioweapons Ban Resolution for County and State Use, pioneered by Lee County, Florida, which is another area where I would probably retire, Lee County or Collier County on the west coast of Florida. And Have you been there? Yeah, many times. Many times. And they are act those two counties are actually going up against the unconstitutional acts that were passed by Congress and instituted by the executive branch. And here we go. Good. This is, uh, she's just laid out all kinds of information on the DOD, Department of Defense, bioweapons contracts. There are... She, yeah, I read... Mm-hmm. I, I read the um, the uh, subsect of that other woman that she linked to, the woman with the Russian name, where she analyzed the contracts. Uh, yeah, where she said you can't uh, contract for a crime, but you can write a contract for crime. <laughs> yeah, that is Sasha Latipova. You got to definitely right, follow her. Yeah, I, 
have. Yeah, it's it's really incredible. This 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 research, this what they've uncovered. If you didn't think the world was evil, now you have your proof that it is. Yeah, but you got good people that are smart that can figure this out too. So that's we have. It takes more time though to figure it out, but they have. I think they're really on the right track. They put all their information out for free, and they really want people to take it and run with it. Yeah, it'd be interesting uh, to to find out the mechanism how it was done in Canada and, and other countries as well. Well, every country like had to figure out a, every country had to figure out the way their own way to implement this. This is the way they had to do it in the United States. But I think countries like yeah. Canada, it's much easier because we don't have a government that works for the people. We have a government that represents the crown. Uh, yes. It, so it's much easier yeah. just to ram stuff through here because we don't have a representative government. No, we don't. We have a king. Yep. So she's explaining. Sovereign. So the DOD contracted with Pfizer with an agreement. And because there were all kinds of acts that basically allowed the DOD to use Pfizer to circumvent all the agencies that would normally regulate drugs. <laughs> By creating military countermeasures to a, or COVID countermeasures to a imaginary biological threat. That's how they did it. Yeah, it's all based on it's all based on a lie. It's based on a, a falsity at, at the bottom of it. So it's a, a castle built on a cloud. And if people people discover that, then you know their power's gone. These evil people. Yeah, you know, I've been following some some of these people on Twitter who, um, like like Alex Zek, who you know who make the case that you know. It hasn't been proven that there's a virus and uh, and Mike Stone viral IG. They've been they've been going back and forth with these these people on the other side for the I don't know past few days. They're gonna, they're going to have some these these virus huggers. They they're going to have some um, I don't know Twitter Twitter spaces or whatever it's called. Uh, yeah, just discussion meeting groups. on yeah. They're going to have it on Thursday where, where you can call in. I've been I've been invited to call in, but. Uh, so already, already, what they're uh, what they're framing it as is uh, we want we want virus deniers to call in. Like so, so they're what they're saying is that they're in the possession of the absolute truth, and it, it can't be refuted or denied or, uh, or questioned. It can only be denied. So already, right there from the beginning, I'm disinclined to participate in anything with them just because of that language. Well, I think so it's that's, also. That's the way they, I think it's also become a distraction from the real problem anyway. And I think these ladies are more focused on what exactly the methodology to implement the COVID tyranny is. I think you can... Yeah, but not, not propaganda works if people realize that it hasn't been proven that there's a virus. So that I think that's the most important thing. But it's I, all, it's all based, you know, it's a. I know it's based on a lie, but 
that lie is just part of the culture now. We all, I think most of us agree that Santa Claus doesn't exist, but we still act as if he does, don't we? Well, no, I don't. I like my, I have a nephew. He's like, yeah, but most people do. You don't. I probably don't, but most people do. Santa Claus is still promoted everywhere in every store at Christmas. The adults, the adults do it too. Like, you know, uh, I mean, I mean, but like um, people on the Weather Network or whatever, you know, on the, on the television, you know, would say, "Oh, we see Santa's yeah, I, sled yeah. in the sky." But my point is, I think we've moved on from whether or not it matters if viruses exist or not. I tried to get that idea to Christine Massey as well. She was maybe going to come on this week, but I haven't heard back. But this is why I think this yeah. research by by um. Sasha and Catherine may be more important at this point. And I know Kath, uh, well, yeah. Chris, Christine was, was going after Catherine for not answering on it. And she, Catherine might even yeah. be speculating it could be a real bioweapon. But I think it's more important to show everyone how this mechanism of subverting all the constitutions has been done using this war paradigm. Where they're at war. I, that's all. Yeah, that's that's something people can like. If people learn about that, then then they can maybe do something about it legally. But like, none of, you know, none of, that's all based on the lie. And the, if you get rid of the fundamental lie, then the whole, whole castle built on the cloud. It just. It's but gone. I. But what I'm saying is, I think they've made it too difficult to prove. Or not prove the lie. That's what I'm saying. Because we can't see it. And it's really everyone against a small amount, number of people that see through the BS. That's what I'm trying to get at. I think we're at a stalemate on this. Well, I don't know. I might, I might call in. I might not. But if I, if I did call in, what I would say is that you people, you can't think clearly because the way, the way consciousness works is that there's a thing. A and then and then it's still the same thing when you think about it later. It's A equals A. So what they're saying is that there's a thing, isolation, and then there's this other thing. What they do, what they what they do when they combine all the things. So what we're doing, and that's not A. So what they're saying is this thing, isolation, is this other thing, not isolation. So that that's that's bad thinking and that's insanity and that's what all these people are insane. It, it's a logic issue. We're thinking. Because would you agree that adding a bunch of things together is isolation? Is isolating something? It's, it's something different, isn't it? Yeah, you don't have to convince me on on that part of the lie. But I'm trying to get across that I don't think it matters anymore. We were past that. They've had a couple of years where they have shown that nobody can prove isolation. Where has that hasn't that hasn't swayed anybody? So you're gonna well, have swayed, to swayed, swayed you. Yeah, but it hasn't me. it hasn't swayed enough people to matter. We don't count. That's what I'm trying to tell well, you. We count. We don't. It counts for our own, our own lives. We're not living in fear. Oh yeah, but I'm talking about if you're trying to persuade the majority. The majority is going to be the majority. They're going to do what they're going to do. We, like it's like you say, it's a herd, right? Like you can't 
steer a herd. You can you can guide it. Like you can't stop it. You can what guide can you do? it. Yeah. Right. Right. That's why I just thought that now it's good to try some other tactic, and maybe these two ladies have some. And although they it it they just prove how many details one can get bogged down into. And they've really done a great job laying it all out. But my goodness, this is way above the head of most people's ability to comprehend. That's all. This might be even more difficult for anyone to track. But nevertheless, due diligence and art. That's Sasha Ladapova and Catherine Watt of Bailiwick News. They both seem to end all their posts with artwork, which is interesting. Yeah, what is a bailiwick? Uh, look it up. When someone says it's not, it's not my bailiwick. A bailiwick is usually the area of jurisdiction of a bailiff. Okay, and once also. Applied to territories in which privately appointed share bailiff exercise the. So if it's not my bailiwick, it means it's not my jurisdiction. Right. Okay. Interesting. The bailiwick is probably modeled on the administrative organization, which was attempted for a very small time in Sicily, and has its roots in the official state of the Hohenstaufen. The Hohenstaufen dynasty, also known as the Stauffer, was a noble family of unclear origin that rose to rule the Duchy of Swabia from 1079 and to royal rule in the Holy Roman Empire during the Middle Ages from 1138 to 1254. The dynasty's most prominent rulers, Frederick. Aha. Uh-huh. In which a privately appointed bailiff exercised the sheriff's functions under a royal or imperial writ. So there you go. Okay. That's enlightening. And there are Bailey there's the Bailiwick of Jersey, which is the island of Jersey and uninhabited islets. Islets, islets such as the Minkures and Ekruhus, and the Bailiwick of Guernsey. So there's there are two islands that are under the British Crown in the Channel Islands. Yeah, that's interesting. And I know Jersey and Guernsey, which uh, cows are named after. Those are milk cows, I think, aren't they? No, I'm not sure. So th- those are those are bailiwicks. So Jersey is officially the bailiwick of Jersey. It's an island country and self-governing crown dependency near the coast of the northwest of northwest France. It is the largest of the Channel Islands and is 14 miles from the continent peninsula of Normandy. So that I, I know some some there. I think they it, so it is it's it's not a country but it's a bailiwick. But I think it has many dif- 
different uh, rich people there because of some kind of tax tax laws, I believe. Yeah, tax evasion, yeah. It's like a tax haven. Mm-hmm. Like a Caribbean island, maybe. Interesting stuff. Yeah. There's something very spooky about Jersey. It's got parishes. About um, a guy from Guernsey. It's called the Book of Ebenezer LePage, about a, a Guernseyman, which I've read. The average house is five hundred sixty-seven thousand pounds. <laughs> and it's always warm there. What... Actually, it's not all. It's not that warm. Okay, but it's mostly warm. Oh, those are the record highs I was looking at. So it's very temperate climate between 8 and 21 Celsius. That's pretty temperate, pretty relaxed. So there you go. There you have it. It's one of the world's largest offshore finance centers. Interesting. Well, there you go. There's uh, Jersey. I'll put that in the show notes if anyone wants to look up what that daily wick is all about. And that's about it for tonight. Sort of a mixed bag of a show tonight. I hope anyone or everyone enjoyed it. Uh, as you can see, I use presearch.com, which is a Canadian-based search engine. I highly recommend it, mainly because it's not Google. I was going to run a node for them, but uh, I haven't. I sort of lost track of uh of that but you can run a node for them to help them out make their search faster but i'll like I, like for tor hmm? like you can do with tor i think so so check out pre-search everyone should use pre-search.com get away from google check it out and let's say goodnight to the fake tube chat And nothing much is going on there, but glad to see that the FacoTube chat is now working. Take a quick screenshot and let the uh, developer know that all is well. So thank you, developer of FacoTube chat. And he is very responsive. So we're going to keep with the FacoTube software and make sure if you can or want to, Please donate. Fake all. I've, the donations are way down lately. I don't know why. I don't think I've done anything wrong. But I guess the only thing I haven't done is asked directly. So if you want to donate, fakeologist.com forward slash donate. We take uh, credit cards. We take Epic Cash, which we will be talking about tomorrow. Do you have your Epic Cash wallet, Greg? No, I don't, but, uh, you know, I'd like to get into crypto, so maybe I, maybe I will soon. Okay, well, go to fake11.com forward slash epic1, and uh, if you go there, Greg, epic1, let's see what it brings up. It tells you how to get your Veet wallet, and then watch this video. It'll show you how to buy Epic. 
Epic uh, ran up to a dollar sixty something this week. Now at a dollar twenty. Two weeks ago it was at forty cents. So wow. I'm not recommending people use it as a retirement fund, but it is a fantastic way to exchange value for value, which is what this blog is all about. If you like this blog, this video platform, I take I take Epic, and you just take your VDAF, and you can point it at the screen. And if you have any Vite Epic, go ahead and send it. You can send as little as a dollar or one Epic. And that uh, doesn't cost anything to send it. So, and the other person can unwind it into Bitcoin and unwind it into Fiat if they want to buy some bananas or something. So it does have value and it is easy to use. That's the Epic wallet itself. It's just growing up. It's only an alpha right now, but it's another way to have complete custody of your Epic. Vite is a, an exchange, so they have custody of your Epic. But I think Vite is okay to trust. But if you don't trust them, then you got to get your Epic out of Vite and put them in your own wallet, which is completely unexchangeable. That's what that is. And we take Monero, which I now no longer have any of. And Bitcoin, which I still have some of. And we take PayPal. And you can also mail your donation to this address here at fakeologist.com forward slash donate. So remember, value for value. Most of the money goes to maintaining FakeOtube. Because bandwidth costs money. So thanks to anyone and everyone who donates. Alta C is... In the YouTube. Yeah, we're just wrapping up all to see. And if you want to watch the replay, go to fakeotube.com. It, I, I left tonight's show up on YouTube. They seem to be less aggressive. So you can watch it on YouTube as well. Share the uh, broadcast. And uh, tomorrow, Uncle Vigilante will be here. We'll be talking mostly about Epic, but other things as well. Are you going to tune in tomorrow, Greg? Uh, All right. Well, thank you for calling, Greg. Thanks for writing Shotgun. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. All right. Take care and happy snowmobiling. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. There goes Greg. Anyone can call in and ride Shotgun with me on the show, especially if I'm just kind of shooting the breeze and looking around. And also, don't forget the Discord, fake11.com forward slash Discord. And you can record your voice over there. If you want to create a bumper, fake11.com forward slash bumper. You can record a bumper that will be used on our audio chats. Don't forget Fakeologist forums. Very lively. Thousands and thousands of messages. All searchable. NASA, Elite Gender Inversion. I'll put this NASA Space Fakery post up now that I played on the FacoTube chat. It's very easy to do. Fakeologist.com forward slash forums two. And you can sign up there as well. And here is the video I played. 
5772. I will put that up here. Very easy to make a post. Boom. There's the post. That's Jake the asshole. Just put his uh, post up on the fakeologist forums under NASA. All right, guys. Thanks for joining. We will see you tomorrow with Uncle V and Thursday with Frank. And soon to come, Donnie Cerucci and John Friend will square off. Take care and good night. Oh,